Life is going to give you challenges, struggles. It's going to force you to face your fears. Even though these may feel like your worst enemy, in truth, these are actually your greatest allies. My name is Lance. Welcome to the University of Adversity. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Our guest today helps millionaire executives with all their relationship problems, making the impossible possible as an executive alignment coach. She has been featured on the BBC, the Huffington Post, to name a few media outlets. And she has been mentored by some of the greatest of all time, Mr. Tony Robbins himself. Her passion stems from personally healing her marriage of 25 years and now transforming male executive relationships. From pain to passion, she lives and breathes a mission so that our children can have incredible role models of what outstanding relationships look like. I'm super excited to have Dimple Thakrar on our show today. We had connected a few months ago and we've been trying to make this happen for a while. She's done a lot of the same work that I've done, which is amazing. We're really in alignment with Tony Robbins and Joe Dispenza. And we get into some pretty cool conversation, you guys, around her story with Tony Robbins. And actually, you know, during the event, him, like her being called out by him and all that, it's really, really good. So make sure you listen to this right to the end. I had a really awesome time recording this episode and I, yeah, I personally really enjoyed it and got a lot out of it. So if you guys do get value from this, I always ask, please, if you want to support the show, the work, University of Adversity, leave us a review on Apple if you can, or if you guys want, you, you can go to my Instagram and my website and purchase our course, Warrior Embodiment, brand new, just came out or join the Unlock the Warrior Within Challenge. I would love to have you guys a part of the, the family, a part of the email list, and I just look forward to continuing to build content to share with you guys. Also, if you aren't subscribed to this podcast yet, and you are listening to this, hit the subscribe or the follow button wherever you're listening. And if you are watching this on YouTube, please hit the subscribe button or the bell so you don't miss anything and you get to see our, you get to see all the funny faces that I make while I'm listening. People are always like, why are you making that face? And I'm just like, I don't even know sometimes. I can't even watch myself back sometimes. It's so painful, but I'm working on it. Anyways, everybody. Oh, Dimple, so good to see you. Finally, we're making this happen. How are you? So good. So good. It's been a while since we chatted. When did we chat? I think we chatted in when I was in Costa Rica growing my obnoxious beard. And uh, that was in, I think, what was it, like the spring or something last year, right? But, you yeah. know, we had it set up a few times, but you and I both believe in divine timing. But like when it's been seen. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what I, I'm excited to talk to you about is that we've we both done a lot of the similar work with, you know, Tony Robbins and Joe Dispenza. I know that you were in Tony's or you might still be in his platinum program, right? So that's really interesting because for myself, Tony Robbins unleashed the power within I went in 2019 and it really shifted my life like big time, that energy that went through and, and then, you know, Joe Dispenza in Denver and it, it's just been wild. So I would love to kind of hear about a bit of your journey with that stuff as well. Like even like speak to us about some of that, like how somebody like Tony Robbins and why you decided to get into something like that. And how has that really shifted the energy in your life? Oh my gosh. What the head of the whole where do I start? Honestly, the reason I went into Tony Robbins and personal development and all of that, and it's usually the reason most people do, pain. One word, right? 
I was just in so much pain looking for answers to alleviate the pain that was within me. I was struggling with my marriage. I was setting up a new business. I, you know, I was just like, what, what? There's more. There's more to life. I was searching for answers. And it was a business coach that led me to Tony Robbins when I first started my business. And I got, I was curious, just playing in pain and nosy. Like, so I went along to a Tony Robbins event, blown away, first ever event, literally signed up for Platinum Partners there and then, didn't have the money, didn't know how I was going to afford it. Honestly, when I look back, it's intuition. It was pure intuition, pure, you know, when you have those little whispers and I've always been guided by the whispers. When I follow the whisper, it's always right. And when I don't, it's always the wrong decision. So that was the beginning really of me really understanding and being guided by my intuition. And that was the first time I followed the whisper. And that's what led me to Platinum Partners and Tony Robbins and the craziness that followed. That was 2017. And, and that's really the beginning. Yeah. It's always, I love how you say the whisper because that's what I say too. And it really is a whisper, but sometimes you can't hear it if you're not wanting to listen to it, yeah. you know, and there's, there's a lot of noise out there in our world that can really block us from listening to it. And it's such a valuable thing to understand and to talk about because I completely understand and I've been the same way, but there's times where you know that the decision you're making isn't honoring that, yet we do it anyway. You know, we, we, we allow our environment to dictate our decisions or the people. And why do you think we, when we know the right answer, we know it's like, hello, why do we decide to not yeah. do that and to, and to make the decision that doesn't honor that? Yeah, it's a beautiful question. Yeah, one word, short and simple, fear. We want to be, we, we will do as humans, and I, I certainly believe I've done this, we'll do whatsoever is comfortable, even if that's living in pain for 20 years, because it's comfortable, it's the known, it's what I'm used to, it's, well, better the devil you know than the devil you don't. It's actually uncomfortable to decide to do something different. And that's why the noise, as you say, and the environment is loud. And that's why the whispers are quiet, because you have to really pay attention to that whisper, right? When I signed on the dotted line the Platinum Partners, it was an immense amount. For those of you who don't know what it is, like you literally spend 12 months of your life do following Tony around the world. And not only do you pay for the membership, you have to pay for your flights, your accommodation. There's three other events that you pay for on top of that, that platinum pattern all events. So I had no idea of what I was getting myself into. I had never, well, I'd never traveled alone before. I ever had the children or my husband, like, I would go into a restaurant, I kid you not, a restaurant that we've always been into. And if the restroom had too many doors, which look in the ladies' restroom is going to be more than one door, right? My husband would have to get the girls to come get me because I'd get lost. No sense of direction, right? And so the reason I say this is because imagine the level of fear 
an uncertainty that I was stepping into, signing on the dotted line, listening and actioning the whisper, right? I'd never traveled alone. I was going to be traveling the world by myself. My marriage was on the road. I didn't have the money to do it. I was starting a new business. My children were still young. I hadn't left them for that one, right? So this is the reason why people stay doing what they're doing because it's comfortable. That's why we ignore the whispers. That's my belief anyway. Yeah, I love that because when you have a huge financial investment like that, I mean, it's massive. And it's, I remember even committing to go to, to his event. I was like, ooh, that's expensive. Everyone's like, how can you go there? It's so expensive. It's really, you, it's when you decide it's like you're, you're stepping into this belief that you're worth it. You know, you're worthy. And then things just work out. And it is scary because if you're not used to investing that kind of money in yourself, because you can't really see the reward right away, yeah. but it's like the universe is like, good job, gives you a little wink and it's like, here you go. And, and everything seems to work out. And I think that's such an important point when you're, facing a fear like that because all we think about is the unknown of what bad could happen like not about what really could happen from doing this you know most people mm. so and then when you take that leap you're always rewarded and the people you meet and then it just becomes this thing and you go wow can you imagine not making that decision right. you know i mean i got huge i got four years on in fact just this week from Tony's team to it's Tony and Saves that had reached out and asked if I would do an interview on the impact of that decision. That yeah. four years ago. So I did an interview just this week, right? Because the reason I attended that, I, I became a Platinum Partners for the relationship event that's in the Platinum Partners and it actually was this week. And so they wanted a review, right? Wow. The, how, and this exact same thing once that you're talking about my life is completely, I couldn't have even imagined this life that I'm living now as a result of that one decision. Like we talk about investment and worth, right? Up until now, I, I probably did spend close on to half a million in personal development. And I continue to, as does my family, right? Because I, it, this, this thing that you said about worthiness, worth it. When you step into that moment where you go, I'm scared, but I'm worth it. And it's going to be okay. And the universe has my back. It takes so much courage, right? And yeah. so much authenticity and integrity to yourself, mm. right? I mean, I'll be honest, that decision I made that day was not for me. It was for my relationship. So we'll do more for others than we will for ourselves. It was the last hope, can I say, this relationship. I'd been with my man 22 years, the love of my life. I'd been married 22 years. We'd been together at that point, something like 20, gosh, 28 years, right? He's my soulmate. He's a little miller. And we just couldn't work it out. We didn't have the strategies. We didn't have the tools. We'd built up so much energetic shit in our bodies. But it was a blame game constantly. And so when this opportunity came up of going to a whole event, just focusing on relationship, you can pass on that. You find a way. 
And I remember the moment I, I rang my husband and it was late and he said he'd been traveling the world. He's a serial entrepreneur. So he was in all kinds of time zones. And I distinctly remember the moment I, I rang him. And this is the first time I'd ever been away from home by myself. Right? The event was in London. I live in Manchester, England, and it's like four, five hours away. Right? So I'm staying in London. I rang him at midnight and I said to him, Bay, don't something crazy. Please don't shut up at me. And he doesn't shout. He just raises his, he's passionate, right? But my interpretation of it was shouting, right? And I was shaking. And I remember it. He said to me, bearing in mind we're planning our divorce at this point, right? So we're all on the brink of divorce. And he said to me, listen, babe, I've been traveling the world. I'm really tired. Just say it. Whatever it is, just say it. And with hindsight, looking back, I think he probably thought I was about to say I had an affair and slept with someone, right? Because I married us on the rocks. It's the first time I'm away. I was feeling neglected. And this was the first lesson and the first awakening of the things that we don't see in our relationships, in ourselves. Beautiful man turned around and he said to me, I, I actually, this is what I said to him and this was his response. They said, they had joined something called Platinum Pass and costs. And at that time, and I went and I vomited the words out, 75,000 US dollars, right? He said to me, 22 years ago, you took a job so that I could follow my dream, so that I could build a business, so that I could do what my heart desires. And you were the breadwinner. 10 years since supported you raised the girls. And you took a job that required you to develop and grow. You loved it, but it's not necessarily the avenue that you would have picked initially. And he said, so the way I see this, it's an investment in your business now. And it's time for you to grow. Right? How did, that, how did you feel when he said That was four years ago and I still respond this way, right? It still keeps my breath away because this beautiful man who's going to lose me is still prepared to back me, right? He's still prepared to keep me safe, secure, and protected, no matter what, no matter what, right? And the, the, the point I want to make all this story is who we don't see. I went from being a man hater to believing through the work that I've done and even less known support. I went from being a man hater to somebody truly believes that men are a gift from God. We just don't see it. In this society, we're being raised to be strong and there's nothing wrong with that. We're being raised to be independent financially. There's nothing wrong with that. But what I'm seeing even more increasingly is that beautiful, strong male executives are confused. They're lost because women are confused. There's this imbalance of masculine and feminine energy that's going on that in the internet home, women are presenting in their masculine because that's what they've done all day at work. Men are fatigued with fighting, and so they drop into their inauthentic feminine and become demasculated just to create this polarity. And that's what had happened in their marriage. And I'd, I'd lost, and he was lost, lost their way. How did you identify that, though, as a problem? So you were in a relationship and you, things weren't working out for a long time. How did you, where did you develop the awareness that that was the issue? 
like, how did you get over that line in the first place? Were you just, things not working out, you went to Tony and then you learned and you had this like awakening of awareness or did you, did you think that things, did you have that thought that it was unbalanced in the masculine and the feminine before? Or is that something that you learn later? Walk us through that because I think it's really important for people to understand. You, you nailed such an important point. I'm so excited to talk about this because I, I agree with you. I think there's like this, this unbalanced energy going on. It's just, it's really, it's sad to see, but this is an opportunity for us to learn and grow. And I think, especially with relationships, I mean, and somebody that's been able to have a relationship that was on the rocks to now be able to thrive, it's really important to talk about like, what was it that you did differently? So yeah. I would love to hear the difference in like some of the tangible things that you've been able to do that people could really take in their own life today and, and apply it. Beautiful question. because I love action. I love strategy, right? It's important. Mm -hmm. And in answer to your questions, the, the first piece was the question around how did I know? Did I like understand the masculine and feminine? No, is the answer. I didn't. It was going to the relationship event and actually having a two hour intervention with Tony Ray absolutely woke me down. Like, oh, tell us it, this. We got, cause I, he's, he's, yeah. Some people are like, oh, I don't like Tony. He's too this, he's too that. This is why I, I really want to dive into this. This is really important. This is huge. This was the moment. This was the moment. We went to relationship Maui. And this is the only event that is for Platinum Partners that you can take your partner. Okay. So this was a struggle because I told her I had no idea who Tony Robbins was. He wasn't interested. He just knew that I'd been to a few events. It makes his woman happy. The big guy makes her happy. Brilliant. She comes back happy. Fantastic. Win-win. Right. And so then I had to ask him to come was the first piece. Right. And he, he, this is how the universe always tests and challenges. The exact week that it was the platinum partner event in Maui was the exact week that it was at some biggest trade show for a company that had just taken over in France. Of course it was, right? Yeah. So he had to choose. Do I let down 150 people, including my family, because it's a family business, or do I go on a holiday to Maui with my wife, or do I choose work? Now, bearing in mind my whole marriage, I had this belief that he was having an affair and it was with his work. Mm -hmm. So his work was more important than me, right? He chose the law. Okay. So that was the second. Good for him. Let's just acknowledge him for a sec because most men wouldn't do that. Let's be honest. Well, they maybe, but like, you know, and the it, pressures. It, right? Pressures and for him, understand this man. His highest value is family. He was letting his father and his brother die. Wow. His highest value is family. And in the Indian culture, your family starts with your father, right? Wow. So that was the second role of where I thought, wow, what am I not seeing? So we went along. Day one was amazing. We had the best event. We had the biggest find ever day one night. Day two, I was like, bitch from hell, go sit somewhere else. I don't want anything to do with you. I'm going to sit in the front row with my platinum partner friends, right? 
No, and this is hindsight. I didn't know I was being a bitch thing. I just knew that that was right. And so end of day two, and I say something to a speaker. Tony's done a full 10 hour day. I say something to a speaker on screen, uh, Esther Perel. And you know when you said the wrong damn thing? All energy in the room just right. And I sit down and Tony's in the back of the room. And all of a sudden, all I feel is this B, by full, well, this giant is stampeding down the aisle, bellowing, where is Dimple, right? I just want the earth to literally open and swallow me at this point, right? Because honestly, if you've ever been to a Tony Robbins event, you do not want to be in front of that guy when he's pissed, right? You just don't. What did you say? He came round. Right, I'm on the front row. I had I stood up like I'm five foot two and a half. I'm a small Indian girl. He's six foot seven, and it's like this. It's slow mo. You know, and the time just kind of. And I can I can literally picture it now. And he I can only describe it as a horse head. It's a huge horse head, and he starts bellowing at me like with this intensity. And there's platinum partners in the room that have been parts for 15 years that later said they'd never seen in such intensity, right? Ever. Like, I want to make it clear at this point, right? Because with this whole Me Too thing, there was no, no moment in all of that intervention that I ever felt intimidated or unsafe. And the reason is because I knew Tony's integrity, his heart was to help me, right? So he comes around and basically within a minute, and this is the third thing, and this is the point I want to make in this story. This was the third moment that I realized was the awakening moment. He came, he's bellowing at me within a minute or two minutes. At all, the beautiful man came from a different aisle from nowhere with his chest out, right? He's pissed, right? Now, he's not a small man. He's six foot. But compared to Tony Robbins, he looks like the wall, right? So he's like, I mean, he's a same to me because he's a, you know, a, a good, decent sized guy. And he's, he's like this chest pop straight aiming for Tony, right? Honestly, some of the pictures of that event, all the guys are like, what's happening? And here's the thing. It took for Tony Robbins to stop what he was doing with me to turn around and say, is this the guy you're talking about not forgiving, because that was my comment. I don't have to forgive to the, to the speaking, right? Is this the guy you're talking about not forgiving? And said, I've seen more courage in this guy than you've ever displayed in your whole life. And he put his arm around him and he said, I can love this brother. I love him. He's come here to take me down to protect you. And it was in that moment, that was the, that was the drop light moment because all time I've wanted a man to protect and provide for me and make me feel safe. The problem is that it wasn't that he wasn't doing it. I've never noticed. Hey, the tension. It took for Tony Robbins for me to see that this guy is ready to take Tony Robbins. Even though I've been the bitch from hell 
all day. I had been awful, closing him, not speaking to him. And so the intervention went on for a further, it's two hours in total, with me going down on my hands and knees, begging for forgiveness. Because what had happened was, in that time where Tony had, it's only later from studying this work that I realized what Tony was doing in that fierceness was matching my masculine energy. So imagine how masculine I was presenting for him to have to mirror that. Was it comfortable for him? No man wants to be faced like that with a woman, right? Wow. And it took for our tool to promise that he would allow me to get to that place again, that he would reclaim his balls that day, that he would actually step up and, and guide me when I'm wrong. Don't let me get away with shit. But also, I had to understand and appreciate where I was wrong. So I always say to the people that I work with, are you choosing to them? Are you choosing love or are you choosing to be lucky? Wow. That was my spiritual awakening. Tony said to me, the reason I've spent this long with you, Dylan, is because I see what you don't see right now. He said, I see love in your heart. Huge amounts of love, a beautiful woman has so much to give and you protected yourself and you put a wall up from everybody else but the one thing that you've been protecting yourself from is actually one that day that wall came down that day the 15 years of excruciating neck pain that I had left my body because I finally lost the masculine mask that I've been wearing the energetic mask that day it healed my marriage and that day I vowed to support other executive couples, particularly men, for some reason, I seem to attract men because that day I bowed to pay it forward. That day I went, I mean, I've been coaching for 25 years, but I specialize now in healing and aligning your relationship with yourself first and then with others, your wife, your ex-girlfriend, your children, your mother, your father. It's about becoming and that day was the most. So that's your question. Oh, that was just beautiful. I'm just, I'm just trying to have this land for a second, you know, before we move on. Cause it's like, it's powerful and it's so beautiful because it really takes two people that are committed to the outcome. Right. I mean, and that's amazing that your husband was able to step up, you know, and just be there for you. And then you were able to, you were able to understand what you were doing and, you know, eat some humble pie and just like realize that, you know, it's, it takes that, it takes that, that humbleness to realize that, okay, well, I need to do this and I need to change or, and sometimes that's what it takes some sort of intervention like that. It's just amazing because the reason I get, the reason I'm so amazed by that is because you know, I've, I've been to his events and I know how powerful they are. And, you know, I just seen the way he is and just how you can really shift. And that's just beautiful. So I'm so glad that you got to experience that because, you know, now you're able to, you're able to help people and you've learned from the best. Like you've learned from, you know, and you've been around some amazing people. You're around amazing people at the, the platinum, like this energy. So yeah. Yeah. It's, it's great. And I guess the next, the next kind of segue I want to take this is I want to talk about, you know, Joe Dispenza and 
Because people ask me all the time, what do you, what's better, Joe Dispenza or, or Tony? And I say they're completely different for different reasons. But it's really interesting that you've, we've both done this because I don't, you know, you, you understand. But I would love if we could like maybe articulate why the importance of going to Tony and then something like Joe Dispenza has kind of helped your energy and kind of like, first of all, yeah, like what have you, what led you to Joe Dispenza in the first place? Let's start there because it may be the same reason. Like what is the, what, how does, how can something like that shift your energy in relationships and with yourself? Yeah, beautiful question. And again, so the transition from four years ago doing Tony's world, what that did was that opened me up to, see, I, I see Tony's world as, Tony's a master at introducing you to all areas of personal development, Yeah, right? He, it, a lot of his work is other people's work. The way he packages it makes it accessible, right? That's really the key, isn't it? You can learn all the things, but if people don't, if it doesn't land with people or they don't resonate, then it's no, it's not, it's useless. So Tony is really good at making it accessible. And he introduced me to the world of spirituality, to the world of energy healing, to the world of quantum physics, to the world of science of manifestation, the law of attraction. And really what happened because he opened my heart energetically that day, I actually came home and I hadn't realized that I'd, I'd been an energy healer for most of my work. I didn't know I was unconscious in doing it. I'd spent probably 15 years of my life working with people who were dying prematurely through lunch urine disease, Parkinson's. I'm a clinical neurodietitian, so I spent most of my clinical work doing that as well as NLP. And what transpired since doing Tony is that whole piece on the things we don't see, the magic that we don't see, the quantum physics. You know, when you think about somebody and feel so, oh, it's so lovely to see them or meet them and then suddenly you get a phone call from them. It's that stuff, right? And so what I realized the more I delved into personal development, the more I opened up my own healing power. And the more I was able to use that in my coaching. And so then what happened was I started to, things started to, coincidences started to come to me. I started, I found beta healing, for example, and that came to me. I ended up training in that randomly. And what would normally take people three years to do, I collapsed into six months, not through anything of my own, but through just the things I magnetized. And so in answer to your question, how did I get into Joe? I was curious as a scientist to understand how is it that I can have a conversation from England with somebody in Perth, Australia, just do a coaching call, call only, never seen the woman and see that she has an energetic mass in her back that's causing her to be debilitated and bedbound and immobile. I've never seen the woman. And the first thing I say to her is, you can't walk. She says, Jennifer, how do you know? I've not been able to walk. Mm. Yes. How do you know? And I said, I just can I entered the quantum, was able to see her energetically. Within 45 minutes of doing some energy healing work, I felt that, it was basically 
energetic, emotional shit that was sitting in her body from past lives that she didn't even know about. How could she? And I was able to lift that and I felt it in my body and her body pop. And she looked again. So I was like so humbled and curious. I needed the evidence. I needed the science. Right? So I asked the universe, show me the evidence. And so what happened was literally May of this year, the end of May, I was doing the meditation. I'd been, I kind of YouTube Joe and I was getting, I was getting a bit curious two years ago. So I started doing some of his meditations, right? In one of his meditations, a whisper. And I keep emphasizing this guys, because I want you to start paying attention to the whispers, right? Because in this meditation, it was clear. You've got to go to Dr. Joe Dispenza in Cancun, Mexico. Okay. And I just went, send me somebody who knows how, right? The next day, the next day I was being interviewed for a podcast, right? This podcast had been rescheduled three times for this day. And I was being interviewed and I did the interview. It was brilliant. It was with a platinum partner. I did the interview and I just said to her, so where are you based now? She said, Mexico, Cancun. Really? I said, I want to go to the Joe Dispenser event. Do you know when it is? She said, Dimple, Dr. Joe's events sell out like in minutes. And she went, well, I'm going. She said, it's in eight days. And I went, great, right? How do I do it? I've got a ticket, she said. And she said, but you haven't got a ticket. No. But she went, but I know the event organizer for the hotel. She says, I'll message you. I'll WhatsApp you. The, his name. See if you can get a room. Get a room. Show up. It's eight days already. She's in Mexico. And I went, and this is the piece of manifestation, right? You listen to the whisper. You have to take action. I went, okay. So I rang the guy. What's happened? It's a sellout event. The whole hotel, 600 rooms sold out. The sister hotel, 300 rooms sold out, right? I WhatsApped him and said, you don't happen to have a room, do you, for the Joe Dispenser event in eight days with no, like, attachment to the outcome, right? I just, and he went, we just had a cancellation. The main hotel, Ocean View, hot tub on the terrace has become available. I'll have that. Thank you. So then I started doing the pre-coursework, right? I still didn't have a ticket. I started doing the pre-coursework in my house. Very excited, right? Because I was finally understanding the science behind all these miracle healings that were happening, right? And so I, I was really like in my kitchen, excited. And my husband said, what are you doing? And I said, doing this jewel work it's so incredible and he got curious now he'd been doing are we okay turn he'd, he'd been doing right because i get excited with the story he'd been doing the meditations passively right because i've been doing the meditations in the bedroom morning and night because i know that's the best time to do meditation because that's when you're actively in your beta brain right so he'd been passively in the bedroom hearing these meditations, right? And so he said, I'm coming. This is how people ask me, how do you get your partners to, because I get couples all the time saying he won't do the work or she won't do the work. 
I keep making them force it. No, you lead by example. I led by example. He got curious. He's like, I'm in. So we're both cool, right? So this is, this is, we've got five days left, right? So I had to organize childcare, dogs and everything. So the next thing, flights. We still don't have a ticket, right? It's two of us now need to get tickets. Flights. So I said, right, universe, I want as direct to flights as possible. I don't want to go London, Manchester to Cancun. I want to, if there's a stopover, I want it to be short as possible. I want lie down beds, slow flight, right? I want to go on the Thursday. The event is on the Sunday. I want to go on the Thursday. And I want um, a great airline. Open my laptop. There was a flight leaving at 11 a.m. on the Thursday to Manchester, Cancun, two hour layover in Charles de Gaulle. Perfect. Gorgeous time to do shampoo, right? Two hour layover, lay down beds one way, hands and pants. Yes, please. Wow. So I said, I'm having that. Right. So the flights are booked. I didn't want to pay five grand. Flights are booked. Right. The next thing, my friend said, come four days early because she's doing this whole like tall thing in my meditation. Then, well, you're not doing the tall thing. What you're going to do is find a, a tree house in Tulum and you and your husband are going to prepare for this event. Right. Next thing, open my laptop, tree house in Tulum. Beautiful tiny hotel right in the middle of the Mayan fully bought. But there was this beautiful cabana, cabana nurring, and it had an outdoor bathroom with its own plunge pool. You go up and the tree has its white round bed with the mosquito net, all air conditioned, brilliant wide sign. You go back up and still on the top terrace, forest on one side, the ocean and the beach on the other, and the stars. Right? And I just I felt the emotion of being there. Something told me WhatsApp, because they were fully booked, obviously, four days for three days, right? What's happened? Don't have anything, clamping anything available. It's four days for a three-day stay. Hold on a minute. It's been a cancellation. Cabana net is available. So I put that. So we do that. We get to the hotel of the event on the Sunday. The event is on Monday, right? We've spent four grand at this point. We still don't have tickets. We get to the reception and they tell us, you're not part of the event. So you have to pay a third extra. You're not, you don't get the group discount. At this moment, I have a human moment. My husband says to me, go to the room. It's all going to be okay. Let me deal with it. When I love it. And this is the beautiful balance. He, this is how in a relationship, you support each other, right? Mm. So basically what happened was he, he then had to go to a different reception. He sorted it all out and said, okay, we have to pay more, we'll pay more. It's fine. He sorted, he went to a different reception to book the, the meal to the restaurant. There was two women in front. Those two women were in front of the queue. The reception guy called him before the women. He put his hand on his hand and said, listen, I'm raised well by my father, ladies first. And he said it in a cheeky way, but a really honorable way, right? So he got chatting to these two women. He told the story, long story short, one of the women happened to be Dr. Joel Dispenza's personal assistant. She said, tomorrow morning, Go straight to registration. Don't go in the lines. Go to administration. Ask for John. Say, Kelly sent you. I'll have two tickets ready for you. Boom. 
it's done. And that is absolutely incredible. Like my whole body is just like, what? And since then, Lance, we have been, that was in June this year. Since then, Atul and I have been to two other Dr. Joe Dispenza events. Sell out events. We only decided the week before we've manifested two other events since then. Holy smokes, that is freaking crazy. But is it, or is that the power that we have if we believe? That's the power we're creators. And this is what I teach my clients all the time. We are creators. Yeah, you know, it's one thing to say that, but to actually tell a story around what you just did, that is incredible. Like that is like. That's called collapsing time. That's called the power of knowing. That's called believing. That is called gratitude. That is called the ability to manifest. And there's a science behind it. And the reason I got into this Joel Dispenza is to understand the science behind it. Right? Wow. That's the reason. And so having done Joel, my ability to work with people has meant that results that they could have they achieved with other couples therapy. Like I've had clients that said they've done three years, paid twice as much and not got the results they've got with me in three weeks. Because when you work in the quantum, there's no time or space. And I'm not saying this to promote myself. I'm saying this because this is truth. That's why I got into this work because my whole being is about how can we shift you fast? How can we get you to a place where you're so aligned and so happy, so fulfilled that nothing else matters? Because that whole eight days prior to me going to Cancun, this is the magic source. I spent that whole eight days living as if I'd already been to be there, living as if the gratitude for Joe's work and the gratitude or understanding his work that goes through me and into my clients, right? That, when you can come from a place of absolute love, gratitude, and leadership, system. Okay, I have a personal question for you. Somebody that, I mean, I've done a lot of the work, you know, I've done even psychedelics that Dr. Joe says stay away from. I've done the ayahuasca, I've done Tony, I've done... Joe, and I know all of it in theory and I know it all works. I've had, you know, major shifts, but for somebody like myself and somebody that still has that, the doubt creeps in, like, am I that exception? Well, this won't work. Or say somebody's building a business, you're creating courses, you're doing the stuff, you're doing the things and a lot has not worked out in the past as many entrepreneurs, many well, I mean, you work with executives. I'm sure they failed a hundred times over, but for the people who in theory understand, look, I know this stuff works. I believe it. Or maybe they're just learning about this for the first time, but there is that inner judge. There's, there's the stories. There's the attachments that Dr. Joe talks about that clouds our present moment lens. How do we get into that alignment so that we are in the place that you were able to manifest it that way. And what is stopping us? You know, because in my life, I know when my heart is open, it's, that's where the magic starts, right? But there's times, especially you get on these phones, you get people's energy and it's bringing you out and all of the things. So I guess the, the long 
the, the long way to this question as I'm getting there, but like when we are feeling stuck, like things aren't going to work out, like this might be bullshit. Like there's that, like people, you know, the self doubt, how do we get through that? Like, how do we really, really say no, like this works, this stuff, like how do we get that inner critic silenced and how do we open our heart in a way that allows us to tap into that? Beautiful question. It's a long way to ask it, but it's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful question. And here's what I want you to know to start off with. I have that inner critic. I have that. Though. It's not that it goes away. I have that. The key to mastering the inner critic, the key to mastering the doubt. I have that doubt every day, every day. But here's the key. If we try and shut that critic off, that is, have you ever, ever tried to contain a toddler who's having a tantrum? You can't contain them, right? You can't shut them up. It's got to let them. You have to allow that energy to come through you and out of you. And what that requires is for you to, when you can say to that toddler, it's okay, what do you need? What are you telling me? What are you, right? What are you telling me? I had the same situation. I had an issue with uh, an ex-client who decided to do something that wasn't aligned, right? That wasn't aligned. And I felt, I felt betrayed. I felt angry and pissed, right? That inner critic in me was like, how dare they? Everything I've done to them, I've changed their life, I've healed their boy, I've got him out of hospital, everything. How dare you treat me like that? It's going down that. What I call my toddler, my immature goddess, right? My baby goddess. She just needs to be heard and cuddled and taken care of and nurtured. What do you need? What do you need, you beautiful thing? What do you need? You know, the inner child, the boy. What does he need? That's all your critics doing is keeping you safe. Keeping you safe. So what? That's a better question. Instead of trying to fight it and suppress it and the doubt, ask the doubt, what am I supposed to learn? Because what I was supposed to learn in that whole experience was boundaries. I hadn't been doing the boundaries. So I have learned a huge lesson in boundaries. So what is your inner critic teaching? Because when you can come from a place of appreciation, compassion, and then gratitude, your energy changes. You cannot be in a place of frustration and anger and self-doubt. The two, you cannot vibe at the same frequency. The two don't match. So the, my answer, a long answer is compassion, is ask a better question. What is your inner critic? What is the lesson that I need to learn? And be patient and listen to the whisper. Love her. Love him. Calm him down. Take care of the boy. This is something sage. Robbins, I love this quote. Take care of the boy and the man will. And that's how you shift your energy because you can only manifest consciously. Now, here's another piece. We manifest co consciously and unconsciously. And believe it or not, we're manifesting all the time. I manifested for me to have COVID. I manifested that unconsciously, right? We do it all the time. Now, we can choose to manifest consciously. Now, if we choose to manifest consciously, that's usually what the good stuff, right? And the 
only place that you can manifest from is a place of compassion and gratitude. So if you can be compassionate and and have gratitude for your inner critic, it's what happens. Not only do you learn the lesson, you suddenly shift your vibration to a place of being able to manifest what you really want. Yeah, I love that. Something just popped into my head that I want to ask around that. So how do we apply that when it comes to the, this, the, the entrepreneur, that drive that like, yeah. because there's, there's this, there's a risk you must take in order to reap the rewards, especially in business, investing in yourself. Like you've done, you've invested in events, you invest in people, you invest in things. And there's that level of like, this could not work out. This could work out. And this is where I'm at is that I know, I know where I, I've grown a lot. I'm also investing a ton in my business, in my life, but there's still that like, oh shit, I'm investing a lot more than I'm getting back at the moment. And I'm like, this is, this is challenging for me because do I trust myself enough that what I'm doing is right? And this is why it's like the intuition. Sometimes it's louder. Sometimes it's clear. And right now I'm like, talk to me. I got all these different options and I'm like, what is the right answer? And for all those people out there that are on that verge of like, before they quit, like, how do we, how do we get that level of trust and how do we really tap in deeper to that? Like, what is the right answer? I guess this is like a personal question for me asking, because that's where I'm at right now. And I think it could be useful for people. It's like, how do we know what we're doing is right? You know, like, how do we know that that is the thing? And how do we know which, how to really decipher the message and get clear on that. Like it's, and I think I know some days and some days I'm like, wow, it's not as clear as I thought it was. I know that's a big question, but it's a cool question. And I'll answer it as thinkly as I can. The first question is you don't know. The first answer is you don't know. You just don't know. You don't know whether it's the right thing. All you know is what you know right now. And if you can't trust what you know right now, then Today's not the day to make that decision. Give yourself a break. I couldn't make the decision about this situation that I had 24 hours because I wasn't, I had to feel all the mixed emotion. Because here's the problem. What we do is we suppress all the confusion, the, is this the right thing? Shame, guilt. I made mistakes before. I'm scared. Am I investing? Should I be investing? Will I make this money back? Is my business going to grow? Right? All that. And what we do is we suppress it because we push on. As entrepreneurs, we go, well, we've got to keep doing. Got to keep moving forward. This is the dance between the masculine and feminine within us. We have both. doesn't matter whether you're a man or a woman. You have both, right? The masculine and the feminine, the way that this works is the masculine energy is all about doing, pushing forward, doing, 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 right? Most men have a lot of masculine in them, right? Yeah. Roughly, you know, around 80% is the average, okay? What happens is, particularly men, they get fearful in the place of the feminine energy, which is the unknown, which is the, which direction do I move this way? Do I move that way? Is this the right thing? Is it not the right? The, and for some men, they call it the confusion. It's a bit like fog, right? This is a moment when you don't do. 
This is a moment when you be. This is a moment when all you focus about is being present. Present to the here and now. This is where meditation comes in. This is where if the whispers aren't clear, you do not, you stop, right? We spend too much time in the future. We spend too much time looking at all the evidence of the past of how it didn't work in the past. This is where meditation comes in. I spent the last 24 hours, I upped my meditation. I usually meditate for two hours a day. In the last 24 hours, I've done four hours of meditation because I had a decision to make and I had to clear all the energetic shit that was building up because this is the point. Remember I said the story about the woman who had an emotional shit constipation stuck in her body? That's because she had shoved everything down as well as her ancestors. So we get physical ailments when we suppress our emotions. So in answer to your question, particularly for men, when you are in that place of confusion, when you don't know the answer, this is a moment for you to pause. It's a moment for you to get rid of the energy, the emotional energy out of your body. And for men, that is usually a moment when you have to go and do something physical. Walking meditation, brilliant for men. Going out in nature, chopping wood, boxing. Go be with men. Go just like watch sports, do sports. And the reason for it is when we move our bodies, we shift the emotions. Emotions are just energy trapped in our body. So the last 24 hours, for women, it's different. For women, dance is the way. Or walking in nature, connecting with nature, being in water, right? We have to move our bodies to shift the energy. So in answer to your question, if you're in that stuck, this is not a time to make a decision. This is a time to focus on being present, feel the emotions, feel the feels without putting the story up get angry or frustrated yourself because it didn't work last time. Feel the feels, move the energy out of your body in whatever way works for you. Get in touch with nature, meditation, realign yourself. That's the key because what's happening is you're all aligned. Realign yourself. And when you feel good, the answer will come. The whisper will be loud. Yeah, it does. It does a lot. I think that's very useful because I think this is really the key factor into progression in anything you do. It's knowing when to make a decision and when to sit and get more information. Like, isn't that really the key to life is like the moment in the present. Hmm. I don't feel clear enough about this or I'm emotionally, I'm going to make an emotional decision. So maybe I shouldn't make that right now. Maybe I should sit and think about it and write and journal, but. And if you could just do that each time and get better at that, then your decisions are always going to align with your intuition versus emotional decisions or through what we think through a story. So that was, that was really powerful. And I just, I know that everybody's going through this right now at some point or another, you know, and influenced by the state of the world, fear, and yeah, that's powerful stuff. Powerful. Thank you for sharing that. Okay, my pleasure. Thank you for the opportunity. This conversation is just a favorite kind of conversation. I just love it, right? Because the, 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 the thing I want to add to what you just said, Lance, was that 
the more you do it, the quicker you get results. Because often people say to me, I can't take a day off and sit there, do nothing and sink them by hour and like go out in the woods and chop wood. Like it's not real, Dimple. And here's what I say. If you don't spend the time doing that, the decision you made will cost you much more time in the long run. So it's actually more cost effective for you to spend that time than it is for you. Like how many decisions have you made in it where it's been, you've been emotional or you're not sure, you're confused and it's been the wrong decision and it's cost you more. So many times. Right? So many times. And so the key to this is the more you do it, the quicker it happens. And this is collapsing time. Yeah. Right? In the past, what happened to me the last 24 hours would have disabled and disarmed me for a month. I'd have lost so much business in that month because I couldn't have functioned. And I would have actually have made poor decisions and made it worse and not learned the lesson. And the universe would have given me the lesson again, but bigger. Yeah. So do you do, because I've kind of fallen off doing consistent Dr. Joe meditations, but is that the meditations you do mostly? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because not because there are other meditations that are good. And I do my own meditations for clients now. And I do my own visualization bespoke all then. But because I like the science and I'm seeing incredible results. I'll give you an example. I just started doing Dr. Joe's abundance meditation. I, I love that one. The, which one it's called? Uh, I, I know which one you mean. It's the advanced one, right? Yes. Yeah. And I just started doing that. And... I did it for six days, day and night, right? Once in the morning, once at night. And I don't, I don't have a marketing spend. I, like everything, all my businesses run organically. So I don't, I just, like my clients come from nowhere. And, and did that for, for six days. In that six days, that's right, they met the meditation. In that six days, I had a client who out of nowhere messaged me from Facebook. From that message to a week later, right? He messaged me. He got in touch with my team. My team connected with him. He doesn't know me. He never met me. He purchased one of my middle of the road packages, 22, right? Just like that. Another Amex credited me 600 pounds, right? Somebody else has acquired about a bespoke retreat just for him and his wife. Out of nowhere, this is the power of the meditations, not just Joe's, but generally meditation because you become aligned with who you are and then you magnetize, you create your world, right? And for a lot of people hearing this, they're going, yeah, but that's all right, even that doesn't work for me in my world. And what I would say to you is, that's your inner critic, what's in what does it need to learn? Mm. What, what's the block? And also, you have to do the work, you know? But you just fall enough to do the meditations. I don't do the meditation. I am a different woman. Like, meditation for me is my work. Personal development is my work. Yeah, it's so true. I, you know, the last couple of weeks, I kind of fallen off. And then I look back and I go, well, did I do the things? No, I didn't. And it's, you know, it's that personal accountability. And I, I really, I feel like this was so valuable because I talk about this stuff, but we, we talk about it a lot, but it's, it's great to hear it from different ways and different, you know, how you, how you touch on it and your energy is really beautiful. And I really appreciate 
this conversation. I think it'd be amazing to let people know how they can work with you. How do they learn more about you? You also have a book coming out. Talk us through a little bit th- about this so we can get people sent your way. And Oh, well, thank you, Lance. I appreciate that. Oh my God. I am so excited about this book. I've been writing it for a year now and I completed it and it's at the editors. I'm not revealing the name, but what I do want to tell you, this book is designed for men and it's all the secrets that they would really love to know about women. The insides of how to not only support yourselves, it's the inner work that what I've experienced men go through, the secret source of how to understand a woman, how to really get to a beautiful place. Whether you're in a relationship or not, it helps you understand where you went wrong and how you can fix it and how you move forward. And so it's a beautiful gift for women to give their men. It's a beautiful gift for men to give themselves, right? To get clarity on some of the things we've talked about today when we're stuck. You know, why do I keep sabotaging myself? Why, what is the, what is my purpose? Right? All these questions. So that's the book that's coming out. I also would love to gift your audience. And so I have this incredible program called the heart model. And it's a model I've developed specifically for you to get clear. Some of the things that you talked about, how do you know? It's a specific model to get clear. It's a, it's a purchasable product, but I want to give it to your audience for free. So anybody wants that, just reach out to T, T E A N at dimple, D E L E dot love, L O B E, T at dimple dot love. So reach out to my team. They will send you that gifted, no charge, just because. You know, people need strategy, and this is a beautiful, easy model to follow if you're stuck, if you're wanting clarity in anything in life, not just relationship, anything. So I'm going to give that. Also, follow me on Instagram. I do some really great content for free on there. So it's just Dimple Bakra, D-I-M-P-L-E, Bakra, T-H-A-K-R-A-N. So... That's great. Oh, no. And the reason I know is I'm looking for people, actually. Thank you for reminding me. Anybody want to um, have me on their podcast? I would love it because the reason I don't have a podcasting because I've realized well, I'm, I'm responsive. I'm not an activator. So I'm much better if you ask me something, I can respond, right? So that's, I did think about the podcast and that's what I realized that actually I'm, I, like, I love this this piece right so and if you're interested in the book message my team and we will absolutely let you know when that's coming out it's it's due to be launched on international men's day on the 19th of the world amazing amazing on which date sorry because we're just gonna so we make sure that yeah 19th of november 21 so fantastic well thank you so much this is so fun. I really enjoy talking to you. There's a lot of value there. And uh, yeah, I'm excited for you. I'm excited for your book and all the good things you're going to keep creating. God bless you. What fun. Thank you. You were a brilliant interviewer. Just Thanks. so many things. And yeah, thanks. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody. Make sure to check out Dimple. All her information is in the show notes. 
go check out her Instagram. She's just a, a ball of joy, great energy. And as you guys can see, she's an amazing human. So go check her out. If you want to hire her, make sure you do. She's awesome. All right, guys, if you aren't subscribed to this YouTube channel and you're watching this, hit the subscribe and the bell. And if you are listening to this on audio on the podcast, hit the subscribe or follow button on Spotify or wherever you listen to this. And you guys, of course, if you want to support the show, the best way to do that is to either subscribe or is to either leave us a review on Apple or go and purchase one of our courses or join the 30-day challenge, the Unlock the Warrior Within. I love you guys. We'll catch you next time.